is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble, Marketing Specialist, and Mike Rosick, CEO and President of the First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Looking forward to uh, learning more about First Alliance Credit Union and credit unions in general. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to start with a simple question. What is a credit union? Sure. So I can answer that. A credit union is a not-for-profit financial cooperative that is based on the mission, and we talked about this a little bit last week, of people helping people. And that's really the sum of it. There's not a lot of difference when it comes to the products and services that you'll get between a credit union or a bank. We all kind of offer the same things, but it's really kind of our core um, mission that kind of defines us differently. And I think, um, I think Mike, you could probably okay. speak to that really well. I'll elaborate on, okay, absolutely. A bank is here, a credit union is here. What's the difference between the two of them? Well, um, there, I'll start off with a similarity is that we're both insured by the federal government. Um, in the credit union's case, it's the National Credit Union Administration. And in the banks, it's uh, the FDIC. Um, as Jenna mentioned, we both offer similar products and services. But where the differences lie, and there's some key differences, um, as we've been talking about, credit unions are not-for-profit cooperative, financial cooperatives while the banks are for-profit financial businesses that have stockholders that um, uh, demand earnings and and high profits. Um, And so with that not-for-profit financial cooperative, um, credit unions were granted a tax exemption by Congress back in the early 30s by the um, National Credit Union Act, I believe it was 1934. So Banks, again, are taxed on their profits. Credit unions return them back into earnings or into capital. So uh, we generally return those in the form of, um, you know, we'll talk about the benefits in a minute, but it's usually better uh, interest rates and lower fees for our members. Um, And credit unions have member owners as we talked about because it is a financial cooperative versus stockholders that i mentioned earlier in a bank Um, you're a member versus a customer you're a person not an account number in the credit union and even today there's still a common bond um, as i had talked about previously Um, you live work worship um, in some you know common um, element there or um, in some cases, you have family members, and so if you have a family member that's already a member, um, you can join, or you live in in a certain area or whatever uh, community bond. And there's still, um, you know, there's still work bonds. There's still, you know, schools, things like that, uh, churches that still have, um, you know, credit union membership. But again, it's it's very um, dispersed, and so there's many different ways that you can uh, belong to a credit union. There's really a credit union for everybody in the U.S., depending on, um, you know, where you live. Okay, so in the First Alliance Credit Union's case, you're local. I mean, That's correct. Rochester is 
its home always has been its home and now you've expanded out to the surrounding counties which mm-hmm. i think they now call it the metropolitan area yeah. for much yes. of it is, is that unique to first alliance or is that common that uh, that they're local um it's fairly common um in these in these days it just um you know has a lot we've seen a lot of community charters um over probably probably the last 25 or 30 years um while there's you know those common bonds of smaller entities still um you know is pretty prevalent but you've seen an expansion of that over the past you know three decades or so so it's it's pretty common okay. to, to see that um, well, i imagine that's uh a big plus for the organization that it, it really is um and and one of the things too one of the reasons you, you'll um we see that is because in in the financial services industry both banks and credit unions over the past 30 years that same time period have seen a tremendous consolidation in the number of institutions um there's roughly even 20 years ago there was probably Roughly 15,000 community banks or just banks in general and roughly the same in credit unions. And today, um, there's roughly 5,500, both 5,500 credit unions and roughly that same number of, of banks. And so a tremendous amount of consolidation in the industry. As a person who's been in the uh, credit union industry for quite a while, you mentioned the, the nonprofit nature of it. How <laughs> I, I, I imagine it's a huge difference in the way you operate the credit union compared to the way the bank across the street might operate as far as uh, you know the day to day functioning and even long range planning. It you know there, there's a lot of similarities, but you're right. There's a lot of you know there's some key differences, and you know we we touched on it earlier just the the structure of the nature of us. So um, you know that enables us to. Instead of maybe charging a little bit higher rate on a loan or lower rate on a savings account or higher fees, that allows us to, that sort of perpetuates the model, in fact, giving back to the members. So we're not taxed. So if in some circles um, that would love to see us taxed on our profits, (laughs) that's really an indirect tax on the members because then, again, that would essentially force us to, um, you know, buckle down and, and, you know, charge higher interest rates just in general and lower interest rates on savings and, and maybe higher fees. And so that kind of would defeat our whole purpose of, of being a credit union of, of people helping people. So. And, and I imagine it also gives you a little more capability to take care of those education programs we talked about on the previous mm-hmm. show about financial literacy. It, it does, and and also, um, you know, in terms of our everyday operations, I mean, one of the differences, um, you know, that we just talked about, but even more so, um, you know, as a credit union member, you get to vote for the board of directors on an, at an annual meeting every year, um, depending on, you know, they're generally staggered terms. We happen to have seven directors, but as a member, you have the ability to vote for them or or even if you want to run for the board of directors as long as you're 18 years old and you have some mathematical skills um you're you're eligible to uh, run for the board um so again then it gives you the so with that you you know you um essentially give the directors the um the ability you elect them and on their behalf they will 
um, of course, try to make sure that you have um, a fair dividend return on your um, savings accounts. Um, there's local decision making on the loans and all of those things. Um, it's not going to some place far off and a yeah. decision and, and three different levels. It's it's right there and and you know there's some pretty quick turnaround on that. Um, you have access to the largest fee-free ATM network in the in the country. Um, I mean, we have you know you see some of the large banks that have you know networks from coast to coast. Um, we have, you know, in our network, we have just as many, if not more, fee-free ATMs, um, you know, for those members and and members of other credit unions as well. And, uh, you know, we talked about, again, one of the differences. I mean, we certainly see this in some of our banking brethren, but it's, it's member and it's community-focused. I mean, certainly they have customers and, you know, there's some community-based banks that are very, um, you know, that are sure. some good institutions, but that's one of the key differences um, you know that we talked about earlier and also um, another thing that is a little bit unique to credit unions is in some uh, credit unions they allow shared branching so um, there aren't too many in this area but for example if you were a member of credit union a in minnesota you could go to credit union b in california and if they're a shared branch network um you could do a transaction oh, okay. i mean simple simple transactions like right you know uh making withdrawals um in some cases making um payments um you know those are some of the common ones that you can do but again in addition to the atm network so again there's definite benefits of of being a first alliance member um, and being a credit union member versus, you know, the uh, being a bank customer. And this is all born out of the Great Depression. Started the, way back then. The idea of and, cooperating. And actually, actually, that's when credit unions were formed, but they, the founders of the first credit unions took the idea actually from um, going back to the 1800s in Germany. There were some financial and other types of cooperatives that were very successful, and they borrowed that idea, but... The first credit union was actually founded, I believe, in 1909 in um, in New England. Um, I think in New Hampshire somewhere. It's called St. Mary's Bank, uh, believe it or not. But it was <laughs> was the credit, credit union. Was <laughs> actually a credit union. But uh, so again, it the the idea, um, which is very very, um, you know, great business model, is still that same premise with modern touches obviously and and more much more laws much more regulation and um, but again much more of the technology that allows um, you know the convenience and the uh, security to to all members so it's right. it's a great story actually we'll talk more about that story mike rosek and jenna Tobel from the first alliance credit union with us today for good money moves and we'll be back on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. How We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell. Joined today, Mike Rosek, CEO, President of First Alliance Credit Union in Rochester, and Jenna Tobble, Marketing Specialist. And uh, 
We've been learning a lot more about credit unions and the history of credit unions today. And maybe what we need to cover is what services are are credit unions capable of offering or allowed to offer by regulation. Um, Obviously, we talk, you're checking accounts and banking or savings accounts. Sure. Um, What else can I expect if I were to become a customer of a credit union, your credit union specifically? Sure. Well, first of all, you wouldn't be a customer. You would be a member of the credit union. (laughs) Which is it, which is actually a key difference. Um, it, I read it, Mark it, next yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll learn. You'll learn. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but as far as products and services, there really is no limitation on what we can offer compared to uh, a bank. Um, we, especially here at First Alliance, you know, we have checking accounts, savings accounts, money markets, CDs. We do mortgages. We do small business excuse me, small business accounts and lending. Um, I, I can't think of anything that we don't offer that you that a bank doesn't. I, you can get everything with us that you could at, at a bank or another credit union. Um, and another key area where we really focus in on is the ability to, to manage your finances um, digitally. So we offer a full suite of, of digital products that can help you manage too. So we've got online banking mobile app we've got um if you've ever heard of the discover cards freeze it um feature that they have we've got an app that does that too we go we give you your free credit score inside our online and mobile banking um we have a call center that can handle any question you have at any time of day we have live chat on our website um i mean we have everything you could possibly need to do your banking wow yeah that's i mean for local credit you need to offer those expansive options that's amazing yeah we're very proud of of being able to kind of stay ahead of of the curve on a lot of that stuff because it is it is changing all the time but we're we're very focused on making sure that our members are able to easily and quickly conveniently manage their finances in whatever way it is most effective for them to do it and you mentioned managing mm-hmm. and that ties back into the financial literacy Correct. component of what we talked about the last program because if you don't know what's going on with your money <laughs> yeah that it's pretty easy to make the mistakes that are going to end up costing you in the long run that's yeah, for sure it really is i mean one of the key ways that and this is just a, a free tip for the week at <laughs> one of the key ways that you can really stay on top of your finances is just checking your balance every day and that's with our app at least it's as easy as just putting your thumbprint on your little device and it'll pop right up for you so it it's easy i mean not like the old days where you had the you had to write down your check (laughs) number and the amount you wrote it for and subtract it from your balance if you were actually staying on top of it and how many people actually did that yeah this doesn't and it doesn't matter if it's 3 p.m or 3 a.m or you know wherever you are um you've got that mobile device and you know you can be up to date um, you know what your balances are and all those things any whatever is convenient for you and as opposed to the old days when it was pretty much when the institutions were open during the regular business hours during the day so and you mentioned loans um, yeah so my car loan car loans uh, personal my, loans my debt mortgage. consolidation mortgages um, we actually do uh, manufactured home loan lending we are one of the only yeah. lenders in the area that will provide that um so that's yeah. it's a big deal for us to be able to offer that our friends at the, the rochester area foundation we just were talking with them recently about how 
the mobile home or the manufactured home is going to make a resurgence mm -hmm. and is yes. going to be part of the solution to our affordable housing needs in this community. Absolutely. And yeah, so that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And we've actually partnered with the the Rochester Area Foundation on that very subject and, and working with them and um, you know putting together some financing for some folks that um, you know qualify f to fit into their program so we're partnering with a with them on it's approximately 20 homes I believe but over I mean once it gets totally right. going from start to finish so we're very very proud of that um, and you mentioned affordable housing and you know, this fits right in with the niche, as, as Jenna was saying, is that we're one of the very few lenders in the area or even the, you know, three-state region that actually finance manufactured homes. And as I'm sure, um, you know, we've heard over the, you know, past years in, in Rochester, one of the conundrums is affordable housing and, and all of the um, influx that we'll have with DMC and the new residents. You know, sometimes it's like, where are they going to afford to live? And this is a great alternative to that. Mm -hmm. So we're very, very proud that we um, are able to um, offer that as well and partner with such, um, you know, great folks as the Rochester Area Foundation. I know as well, part of the one component of that problem in the community is um, a lot of the folks in need of that affordable housing might have a, you know, a nick against their credit. And you mentioned in the last program how you work with folks to learn how to manage their money and do the steps that yeah. they need to do in order to yeah. make it to that magical 700 number where things can happen. Yeah, it all works together. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take another break already. And when we get back, we're going to talk about some of the misconceptions about credit unions and membership in credit unions with uh, Jenna Tobble and Mike Rosek from First Alliance Credit Union in Rochester. It's Good Money Moves. On Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Work. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. On News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell, and I'm with Jenna Tobble and Mike Rosek from the First Alliance Credit Union in Rochester. Mike, the CEO and president, and Jenna, the uh, marketing specialist. We've been talking about credit unions and what credit unions offer. And we kind of finished out the last part of the program talking about your partnership with the Rochester Area Foundation on Affordable Housing and Yes. That's something that you were telling me off the air that uh, is an, an advantage is operating as a credit union. Absolutely. Um, again, we you know one of the things being the the not for profit um, organization that we are, one of the ways that we leverage things and get things done is we you know partner with certain um, you know whether it's not for profits or just for profit companies depending on what the need is. But certainly, um, you know. 
Rochester Area Foundation has been around for you know 70 plus years, 75 years in the community. And one of the things, you know, one of their missions that they work on is affordable housing. And it's very important to us as well. Um, you know, and it's it's a big, big issue. And so, therefore, sometimes you have to combine forces. And, you know, that's one of the one of the areas that, you know, we talked about earlier or in past segments about some of the things we do in the community and, and partnering with them um, or uh, providing, um, you know, services or donations to the community. And this, this is just another way of you know for us to uh, make a difference in our community with the problem that we have of affordable housing and, and partnering with um, Rochester Area Foundation on that. I imagine you mentioned the previous program pausing clause is one of your partners. Absolutely yes um, <laughs> it's it's just so much fun to you know again the the organization is very very appreciative of us supporting them and their mission and the and the you know animals and i just love going in there but it's like i want to take every one of them home dogs and cats and yeah that might be a problem and frowned upon in the rosic establishment if i if i did such but uh but again that's that's another one um absolutely and uh so it just again is a a great um you know gives me and our team the great satisfaction of at the end of the day, making a difference not only for our members but for our community. So, All right. Part of the education component of this program is learning about credit unions today. And the one thing we haven't talked about are some of the misconceptions of credit unions or about credit unions. What are what are some of the major misconceptions? Sure. Well, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, myth number one, I can't join a credit union. Um, that is the truth um, is totally different there is a credit union for everyone uh whether it's you know in our area we'd love to have you join first alliance credit union if you live work and worship in a you know five county um area um olmstead goodhue winona wabasha and dodge counties that alone makes me eligible to sign up that that is yeah that's one of depositing five dollars that's all two two things (laughs) your membership so and and again there's other fine credit unions in the area um depending upon what their criteria is um you know uh certainly mayo is a big one and then we have several others um in the area um or the surrounding area but um, and Jenna will talk a little bit later on where you can find these. You know, I mean, obviously, we, we love to have it stop at First Alliance, but, you know, <laughs> we as credit unions, that's one of the other unique things about our industry is that we are all collaborators. Um, in other words, we help others, you know, regardless of size or, you know, we're, you know, we, we still sometimes compete for the same membership. But at the end of the day, um, it's it's all about our credit union industry and you know continuing and and helping um you know keep that mission alive um there are as i said uh, roughly 5500 credit unions and our total assets is about 1.5 trillion dollars but when you look at that uh we have seven percent of the total banking assets in the um, industry or in the country and the banks have 93 percent and three or four of the largest banks are larger than the entire 5,500 credit unions put together. So that said, uh, that's one of the other unique aspects of what we do is we collaborate, um, you know, for the benefit of our roughly 115 million members coast to coast. So um, it's, it's like one large credit union with a 
ton of different locations, but in the end, I mean, we act independently, but we also act together too. So, how about uh, my ability to access my money? Um, that I've is heard another one that, that it, it that's be hard. You know, again, it's yeah. I mean, it's like okay, well, you know, the myth might be well, you know, the ATM is is in the um, company cafeteria and that's locked up during the you know during non-business hours. But again. Um, you can access your money anywhere, anytime with the credit union. And, you know, Jenna's mentioned it earlier, but, but again, you know, with our um, online uh, phone app or online banking or our, our um, mobile, mobile app that you can access your money anytime, anywhere uh, in the country, almost anywhere in the world for that matter. So um, you'll always have access to it. So again, it's, it's taking technology and leveraging that in the, you know, 21st century. So that's a old myth that, you know, we've certainly totally, I think, for the most part, destroyed. Um, and, you know, we're too small to help anybody. That's a, that's another myth. And the previous show, you shared with us how large your assets are sure. already for First Alliance Credit Union. I was amazed. Sure. We're, we're 200 million in assets. And that's, you know, as credit unions go, that's a pretty decent size, um, you know, contrasting that with some of and, and we're pretty similar in size to a lot of other community banks. And so comparing us to, but certainly we have the bandwidth to help, you know, probably, you know, a good 99% of the population in terms of their needs and, you know, whether they're, um, you know, certainly whatever level of uh, financial uh, wealth they have or don't have, I mean, we can certainly accommodate them. We certainly have the bandwidth for that. We only have about a minute left to discuss one of the key things that uh, you hear it all the time, that all the credit unions are for those who are probably a little less fortunate financially. And, you know, as we've been talking about, we certainly do have a big niche in helping those that are financially struggling but at the same time we help everyone regardless of what your um you know credit rating may be or you know your um you know financial needs or savings needs we we help everybody we we have that ability to do that our structure to do it and you know the financial literacy and the education uh to help all all that come so we we're here for everybody and if i wanted to learn more about signing up i know yeah. five dollars to open an account yeah I got that part of it. oh good i'm glad you repeated that for everyone <laughs> um that's so awesome. five bucks yeah yeah five bucks that's it um, but if you're interested in learning more about credit unions in general, um, there's two really good websites that I'm going to direct you to. So one is called yourmoneyfurther.com. And that kind of actually talks a little bit more about some of those myths and okay. kind of misconceptions that Mike was just talking about and kind of dispels those a little bit more. And it's a very visually appealing website. You'll really like playing with it. Um, and the other one I would direct you to is mycreditunion.gov. Um, and that just goes into a lot more detail about the structure and the benefits of joining a credit union um, and is a little bit more text heavy. But they're both very good websites to check out if you're interested in learning more about credit unions. Otherwise, the First Alliance blog is an awesome place to learn about um, First Alliance in general or credit unions as an industry. We write a lot about um, those topics as well. And of course, firstalliancecu.com, our website. Yeah, you have a very nice website. <laughs> Thank you. Very nice. And, of course, we'll continue this discussion about credit unions and financial literacy and the education aspects of what goes on at First Alliance Credit Union uh, next week. Yeah. Looking forward to it. 
Jenna Tubble and Mike Rose from First Alliance Credit Union. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Well, Thanks talk- for having us. We really appreciate it. I'm sure we'll talk again soon. This is Good Money Moves, and we'll be back next Saturday. And if you want to listen anytime, be sure to go to KROCnews.com and just click on the trending bar on local podcasts. News Talk 1340, KROC AM 96.9 FM. From-